and the CFMU card features over 30 businesses in the Hamilton area and beyond Stony Creek, Ancaster, Dundas, and Burlington. Over 30 businesses offering you deals and special offers. All you've got to do is present the card. And to get a card, all you have to do is donate $30, just $30, to your community radio station, 93.3 FM, CFMU, and CFMU.ca. So check out our website, CFMU.ca, and click on Friends of CFMU at the bottom of the page. You'll learn all about who's on the card, where they're at, and what they offer. You'll find businesses like Moody's and Arcade, the Mulberry Coffee House, Olinda's Fashion Studio, O's Clothes and 2.0's, and the Paisley Coffee House. And now, a CFMU listener love letter. Dear listener, have we ever told you how much you mean to us? Without you, we would have no purpose, no reason to get on air. From the day you first laid ears on us, Way back in 1963, it was true love. We promised to be there for you, no matter the challenge. To be your voice in the community. We don't tell you nearly enough how incredibly lucky we are to have you in our lives. Dear listener, we love you. Forever yours, CFMU. I love the smell of CFMU in the morning. You're supposed to be working on that essay or studying for that exam. But here you are again, scrolling through Facebook. There's an argument in the comments section of your friend's post. There's more cute animal videos than you can ever watch. You pass by the same memes over and over again and just want something new. Well, we might just have what you're looking for. Check us out on our Facebook page at 933CFMU to be the first to see updates on our latest content. So if you're not going to bother studying, spend some Facebook time scrolling on our page. Okay, so I got exactly 15 seconds. Oh, wait, it's rolling? Well, well, well this is 933CFMU Community Radio. Check us out on our website at cfmu.ca for our live stream or tune in to 93.3 megahertz on the FM dial on your radio.
Six eleven, six twelve, give or take here at CFMU, and for the first time and back in some time, although I technically was around back in September, sort of the early October, well, I am finally back in for sort of a regular-ish time slot. It's Jomar here with you this morning on uh, what I now am I'm still tempted to call the morning routine, but I have actually redubbed it now as a new program called First Up, so don't worry, this program is still going to be a good morning program, good morning show with a bunch of uh, uh, good music of uh, new, old, and, and just pretty much favorites of mine over the past bit of uh, during my time here at the station, as well as now we have a few more regular interviews at least, which is going to be really fun because I know I've got a lot of things I certainly want to get to share with you this morning and in mornings to come. So first off, well, how are you doing? Hopefully you're having a good morning so far if uh, you've uh, found yourself up at uh, this hour. And I mean, well, I mean, not that not that not many people get up at this. Well, okay, well, maybe how many people get their alarms set up at 612 or 613 specifically? If it was 6 a.m., sure, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, um, I'm not going to start <laughs> going off on people's uh, sleep uh, sleep times and wake-up times and that sort of thing. In any case, um, there's a lot to get through today, and I certainly don't want to delay a little bit. There'll be just a lot of things I'd like to talk about, certainly. Uh, but uh, first off, just a, I must say, um, how exactly we, we, I mean, if you've looked outside, I must say, what a way to kick off December, huh? Uh, especially yesterday, if uh, you've been around the general area of uh, Toronto, uh, the general, uh, the greater Toronto area here in Hamilton too, actually, uh, when I got here, although it was in the afternoon, I could tell that something certainly had passed by some certain system. And uh, my goodness, that was that was something. Although if you really come to think about it, you know, this is kind of, I guess, the, the standard wintry weather we usually would be expecting. It's just, I guess, a little earlier than most years. Uh, I mean, we already got an interesting surprise uh, not too long ago in, in November with that uh, that early storm-ish that came up. That, that Well, although you could kind of call that just a standard December uh, snowfall period or episode or something, but, you know, I guess we'll find out what the rest of uh, this uh, winter season will bring us and all that fun stuff. So just in, car- in case, uh, before I move on to the next track, in case you were out of curiosity, wondering and curious as to what that first track was, that is actually from our very own McMaster Jazz Band, dubbed the McMaster Jazz Septet. This is actually a record uh, that came out about 1961, recordings uh, of the band, and I believe it would be 1959, based on having uh, checked the sleeve out. It's an interesting one because, you know, it takes you right back into that period of time, and my goodness, they have sound absolutely wonderful. That particular track was called Sunday, uh, and then it was, yeah, their self-titled uh, 
McMaster Jazz Septet. It's a wonderful, and it's interesting. Yeah, you know, it, you, you never, it's never often you get to see a record of your own uh, university, your own school, sort of representing the jazz scene. And this is a wonderful record. I do believe, actually, interestingly, you might be able to catch it around uh, online if you want to get sales of it. Um, just wonderful. There are just great mixes of blues and uh, up uh, up swing or uh, up tempo swings. I remember um, some episodes ago, I, I remember making the mistake of calling something an upswing when I was kind of wondering whatever I was going to get at there, but I meant an up-tempo swing or a double time. So all these fast ones, and uh, yeah, this should be an interesting uh, album ever. I mean, I'm, and I certainly would be playing a great deal out of this album. Anyways, um, we're on, what, 6.15 now, and we're going to get to some more music, and we also have a few special features today. Uh, there'll be an interview with a certain, uh, certain somebody uh, that I'll be uh, sharing with you this morning. And I'll be introducing this fellow in just a moment, as well as a dedication of this episode in addition. Uh, but first, um, I must say, it's interesting getting in here at 6 o'clock, as opposed to when I've been doing the morning routine on Tuesdays and Fridays uh, from either 8 o'clock start or 7 o'clock start. Um, not even when I was first here and filling just uh, generally filling time was I ever around about uh, this early at 6. I'm a, but you know what? It's really fun because you get to just really... Be right up there and early, and you're certain, you're absolutely positive you're going to be up. Although, you know, you're not going to get too much coffee or any breakfast things up at this time of day. Unless, if you if you ever do know of, of a place around here in the McMaster area that is pretty much open at this time, I seriously would not mind at all. I'd just run in and uh, go ahead and grab some food or some coffee. Um, I mean, it'd be really fun just to really get that extra, just a bit of an added breakfast. Or, of course, you know, you're probably thinking, Jomar, why can't you just have it at home? which I, I guess I technically should be having at home. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I guess I'll, I'll see. Sometimes I just find that if I ever have cereal or toast or something at this early of an hour, I, I don't know, I haven't tried it yet. Maybe, maybe I just probably have to overcome that barrier. In any case, um, let's get to some more music now. I do believe, I think, and it's funny, I was looking through the database thinking, okay, let's see if this artist is going to come up now and uh, um, what kind of albums they've got or what the new releases are. And I realize I remember I'm about two years behind now in content. So there's certainly a lot of new music that I've missed out on. So before we get to all the new music, which I promise I will play this morning, uh, let me just do some unfinished business from the last uh, morning new teen episode that I had way back. And I believe that would have been in April of 2018, I think. Yes, I think it would be April 2019. Uh, so let me recap with some of, uh, with I guess, one of the albums that I have played constantly over the course of the times of the morning routine. Uh, this is an album that I'm pretty sure you will recognize if you have tuned in, if you've been tuned in for that time. If not, well, this is still a wonderful album in itself, especially if you're one for all just, you know, interesting compositions and styles and times. If you're a huge fan of uh, composers such as... Uh, uh, Bacharach, Bacharach, Webb, and uh, Antonio Carlos Jobim. Uh, you're gonna love. You're gonna love this particular album, uh, which is a collaboration between these three names: Lori Cullen, Ron Sexsmith, and Kurt Swinghammer. Uh, if you, you're probably know, if you if you recognize this, you probably know what I'm talking about. But in any case, they put together this album. This is under Lori Cullen uh, by the name of Sexsmith Swinghammer Songs. So it was actually composed mostly by by uh, Ron Sexsmith and produced by Kurt Swinghammer, and just has a wonderful series of compositions that uh, some of them are in just these playful, fun meters. You know, not 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 something uh, in, on, 
unbelievably crazy, but at the same time, it's a, it's a musical experience, if anything. It's a wonderful listening experience. So I'll be playing a track here for you by the name of The Face of Emily. What really got me to me with this was, was at first I thought it was in some odd meter, but really, it's in a, I guess it's a semi-odd meter, but at the same time, there's a certain beat to it that, you know, it's like, it, it's really interesting, and you, you can't really just completely tap to it, but there's a certain tap to it. So, uh, enough said. Let's go ahead and play this. This is The Face of Emily from Ron Sexsmith, uh, Laurie Cullen, Kurt Swinghammer. Technically, I should just say Laurie Cullen, but I'll give credit to all three of them because this is a wonderful album in itself. This here is The Face of Emily from Laurie Cullen on CFMU. Another day in life to chase a memory Her story
that there was from Anthony Rinaldi with Keep On Trucking. That was from The Infinite Sky, his most recent album release, which is generally in itself, as you heard, just a taste of a mix, a smooth mix, rather, of jazz and hip-hop. 6.25 now, and we have a whole bunch of things to get through still this morning on First Up, as me being one of the first up for you this morning, as extremely cheesy as it probably sounds. Uh, let's get to the rest of the program now, because uh, there were, as I mentioned earlier, if you have uh, been uh, with uh, with me this morning with us, if you... Um, you know what's funny? Here's uh, I usually tend to refer to myself as a plural, as us, or we, instead of I or me. But, you know, I'll, I'll probably, just to, just to make things a little... Uh, I don't know how to put it this morning, but um, I guess um, comfortable for lack of a better word, I'll probably just go by I. In any case, um, there are a couple things I just wanted to uh, to get to now because uh, we're going to get to the interview with the special guests right after well, we pause for a station identification. But first, before that, just a quick uh, plug uh, because today is uh, I'll probably be dedicating this episode to a certain somebody uh, who um, is a relative of mine, but uh, at the same time, he uh, himself is a uh, is an artist and has his own wonderful content, and you should certainly check him out uh, to my uh, cousin. So uh, if you, a little background about myself, I uh, am Filipino by background, uh, but I did uh, grow up here. I was born here. Uh, both my parents are Filipino, and uh, we have this, um, I know some cultures have these these terms of endearment and or, or you know, respect for the elderly and or those who are older. In our case, you know, for uh, for uncles and aunts, and even for older siblings and uh, older cousins and such. And so, um, for uh, for uh, for cousins, or for at least for 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 our case, for older. Um, it's funny because every time I'm thinking about this, you know, <laughs> um, I don't know how to put it. If you're a kid, you're an older kid. I can't say you're an elderly person. Certainly, that wouldn't quite fit the bill. Um, it'd be more of a. Um, I guess just I'll just say I'll just say an an, an, old, an older sibling or something. I'll call him a sibling because he technically as a cousin is still I guess is sort of an extended sibling. So to our our term of endearment for um for males uh, uh for, for male siblings is kuya for uh, for a uh, for a female it's ate. So for example, if I had a, a an older sibling named Tom, I'd call him kuya Tom. If it was um, an older uh, female sibling by the name of Elisa, be at Elisa or something like that. Uh, but for this person uh, by the name of, he goes by Alvik. We call him Kui Alvik because he's uh, he's the oldest of her cousins. Not not that that means anything, but uh, to you, uh, Kui Alvik, if you're tuned in right now and you're listening to this, well, um, it is just the second of December, and I wanted to say happy birthday to you because it is his birthday today, and so I just figured I'd go and greet him. And so, as a, I guess, as a fun little birthday present for you, uh, it's probably going to be uh, just plugging you in because you certainly are a wonderful. <clears throat> wonderful artist, and uh, uh, you have some great content. So if you ever want to check out what he's up to, uh, he has a link tree, and I'll put this up as well on the show page, just to, uh, so you can follow the link accordingly too. His uh, link tree is going to be uh, so uh, linktr.ee slash a s q u a r three d music. So that's s q u a a s q u a r three d m u s i c as the stuff that comes after the slash after Linktree. So you can check out all of his content from there. And once again, happy birthday, Kuyalvik, and hopefully you have a great day today. Although he's in, 
he's over out just a bit west of us right now, so um, probably still asleep at this time. But nonetheless, if you ever catch this episode, well, at least it's on the record for you. And I can certainly say when, like, when I come for Christmas, I can say, hey, at least I plugged you in and, I, and I've greeted you. So <laughs> there's all that fun stuff. Anyways, I digress. We're going to go take a quick pause for station identification. And right after that, actually, you know what? Let me set this guest up right now because uh, I'll get right into the interview immediately after. So this guest is actually one of my colleagues. And... Um, funny story about this interview. Um, it was supposed to happen and it was supposed to air at least some time ago, but due to timing and just how busy we've been as a station, and uh, I'll get to that in a moment, we just haven't ever had the opportunity to do so. So um, this guest is uh, uh, one, of, one, of my, uh, one of my great friends now, actually. Well, not that she ne- never was or wasn't or anything like that, but she's just come to be, become to be one of my really good friends here at the station, as well as a great colleague. Uh, she goes by the name of Olivia Fava. She is, in fact, the Community Outreach co- Coordinator. She is the Olivia Fava here at CFMU. And um, it was sort of a, a twofold interview. One was just to kind of see how things were going at the station, because I had just come off a of co-op at that time. Um, in about August, I was kind of winding down from co-op, and so I figured, you know, this would be a good interview just to get me back into the flow of how things are going, and then kind of get to know um, what's been happening at the station. And certainly there were a lot of things, like we had a, a station renovation, the, the lobby was renovated, the on-air floor was renovated, a whole bunch of things. In any case, um, it was kind of just to see what was going around Welcome Week, and this was actually actually centered around Welcome Week, and unfortunately it didn't air in time, but I will say though, as a result, because I guess this will now be kind of a retrospective, it was a wonderful Welcome Week, I will say. I wasn't there personally, but I heard wonderful stories about it. They actually did coverage, uh, both CFMU here at our station and the Silhouette, the uh, campus newspaper, uh, did sort of a joint uh, coverage set uh, of Welcome Week, and it was a wonderful little series that they had uh, early on at the time, and uh, ever since then, we've had a whole bunch that's taken place. There have been mentions of volunteers and all the things about at the station and I'll probably update you about uh, a little more of that right after the interview but uh, uh, yeah I guess without further ado after this uh, pause for station identification we'll be hearing from my interview with Olivia and uh, you're listening by the way if uh, you've just joined me now this is uh, the first this is not the first up the mo- I was going to say the morning new teen again I still have to try and f- not so much fix it but tr- just try to get used to sort of the new terminology I guess in a sense and so in any case this is CFM ninety three three right here at McMaster, right out of in fact the student center, the basement of the student center, I will specify that, here at McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And this is first up. Uh, right after the break, we'll be hearing from Olivia Fava. Stay tuned. Heck yes. This is ninety three three CFMU. Now online at cfmu.mcmaster.ca. Log on to the website. Streaming live 24-7. Access full downloadable archives for all your favorite shows. Check out the new program schedule for new shows and old favorites. Treat your brain to some serious ear candy. cfmu.mcmaster.ca. It's awesome. For the win. This is 93.3 CFMU. My name is Joe Mar, and I'm back in the studio. Or why I mentioned that is because I've been away for about a year on co-op. Uh, so if you're hearing me for the first time, well, thanks for tuning in. And uh, if you've uh, heard me before, well, 
I'm back, and uh, it's great to be back, and I'm really excited and looking forward to all that we'll be doing for this coming programming year. And to kick things off, I decided I'd start a few interviews, and uh, the first one for today is one that I'm really excited to do because I'll be meeting uh, this person, and actually I'm meeting this person for the first time here in the studio right now. So uh, to introduce her, she is uh, currently the host of Rainbow Radio here at CFMU, but is also the Community Outreach Coordinator, and she has been since, I believe, about April or May when uh, when Brian turned the position over to her. So it's a great thrill and a pleasure for me to introduce to you Olivia Fava. Olivia, thanks for coming in. Nice to meet you. No, uh, nice to meet you, and I'm so excited to be here and to um, <laughs> talk about what I do. This truly is, because you, you you can testify to this, that we just met each other just outside in the in the lobby just I today. certainly can. If anyone, if anyone wants, like, a witness account, I can give one. <laughs> Someone get the footage tapes. You can check the, 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 the cameras. It's just a great thrill. So anyway, maybe just to just to, in case anybody may be tuned in for the first time today uh-huh. and hearing you for the first time today, maybe you could just introduce yourself a little bit. Um, well, um, I'm Olivia, and I've been the host of Rainbow Radio on Monday nights from 7 to 8 f- since November 2016, and that is a show that celebrates the music and accomplishments of LGBTQ plus artists mm-hmm. um, in Hamilton, in Canada, and um, internationally. And um, I graduated this year, June 2019, um, with a... Um, honors BA in linguistics. And yeah, I'm currently, since May 1st, I've been the community outreach coordinator. And um, what's a fact about myself? Oh, well, I'm also a musician. So there's there's <laughs> something that kind of is like useful and ties in. You know, I could technically make this sound like a, a job interview if I wanted to. And I'm, I'm just kidding. You I'm, could. I'm not going to torment you like that. <laughs> I'm going to say, you know, tell me a time when you, I'm going to have behavioral CFMU questions. No, no. But no, you, you mentioned you were, uh, you are the new coordinator. And um how are you finding that position so far? Because I know it's been, I think we're going on four months, we said now, into this, into the position. So how have you been finding it so far? You know what? Like, I love it. Honestly, like, no no, um, no endorsement happening here. Like, I genuinely <laughs> love, I mean, I wouldn't have applied for this job if I didn't love working right, here. Yeah. Um, actually, it's been even, it's been so much better than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. I sort of, to be honest, I sort of applied for this job on a whim. Um, I was working on an application for a USRA grant. Okay. And that was kind of like my plan. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, you know what? Like it was, it was like, I think I started working on it. I, I finished my whole application at half an hour. I think it was 1130 <laughs> to midnight that I worked on it, emailed it to Jamie. I was oh, like, geez. I didn't even realize that this um, position was like a thing. Mm-hmm. And it, I knew about the student opportunity positions, which is right. just for some background for anyone listening. Um, my position mm-hmm. is a student opportunity position. So these are positions given to a newly graduated McMaster student. You have to have graduated. I think it is within six months. And um, so these the, the point of the position is that it's a one-year contract. The idea is to give an opportunity to a student to kind of get their foot in the door, um, get some experience under their belt, and um, learn about learn a bit more about what you like to do and like kind of explore your skill set and mm-hmm. Think about if this industry that your position is in is the industry for you. Mm -hmm. So like just, you know, um, some other examples of this position. Joe Mars position is not a student opportunity position. It's like a position for a student. Just, you know, just so everyone is kind of aware of the the distinction. And then um, other positions like mine would include like the silhouette editor in chief, the MSU president, all of the MSU execs. And um, I think like our social media coordinator... Um, there's some that I'm not 100% sure about, but like mm-hmm, you yeah. get the gist. These are it's a it's a category of position. Just a series of yeah, and the yeah. coordinator falls under. And and I mean, I I, I suppose, and I, I looking at the previous uh, outreach coordinators here, uh-huh. at CF, they, like they really shaped it to the the different ways they wanted to do it, right? Yes. So how do you suppose you've probably began shaping yours so far? How you've taken the coordinator position? 
You know, I'm and I just want to kind of mention that I am really, really grateful for the fact that this position does have a level of flexibility and I do have the capability to to a certain degree. I mean, I have duties that are set in stone, like, for example, hosting the morning show. I'm sure some of you have heard me host CFMU Morning File. Um, so I do have some duties that are set in stone. But again, I can shape it to a certain extent. The thing that I really like doing is I really like picking out like stories of people that are doing really great work in the community. Like it's a sort of advocacy, like highlighting certain voices. Mm -hmm. And I really like to ask questions and investigate in sort of a journalistic sense. Yeah. So I think um, compared to, let's say, Brian, who I do do the digital media stuff as well, but that was really like his big thing. Yeah. And my thing is, I think, like more on the writing and the journalism and reporting side. Mm -hmm. So that's something in this position I really enjoy doing. Like, for example, I started um, a blog series called Morning Filed. That's it's kind of a joke. I had but, seen a few of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think there's only been about four, but as the school year picks up, I'm thinking like I'll have more to um, more to do. So essentially, mm -hmm. what it is is it's just a, a short report that includes the podcast, and it kind of just summarizes what what we discussed. Mm -hmm. I am hoping to make it a bit longer form, so it's just kind of that like writing and like reporting kind of thing. You can get a little mix of all that stuff when you yeah. do the when you do that little segment. Yeah. Yeah. So how's your night now with CFMU before before you did all your coordinator stuff, you were and continually are and I guess soon will be was the host for yeah. Rainbow Radio. Tell us a little bit about that program. Um, so the program was my idea, and um, my friend had actually done a show here, a video game show. Um, mm -hmm. She did it kind of briefly, and then she she turned it over to someone else. But it kind of got me thinking, well, I've always wanted to do something for the LGBTQ plus community that's my own, because, you know, it is my community. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that, like, I thought, you know, that's a great idea, because how often do I listen to the radio? And I think, well, a lot of these a lot of these songs are heterosexually focused mm -hmm. and like they're by heterosexual artists and they use heterosexual pronouns. So I yeah. thought, you know, this is something that I want to do, like just kind of an hour of music that is for us and like something that is positive, more positive than, you know, just hearing like hearing the news all the time, like something that is for our community mm -hmm. that can kind of celebrate all the great people we have that people might not know about who are musicians and are also making a difference. Mm -hmm. So I came up with the idea on my own. I was super excited. I was like jumping up and down, like <laughs> writing out, like I was like frantically <laughs> scribbling. Actually, yeah. um, it was during, I remember, um, it was during my break at my lifeguarding job. I also worked as a lifeguard. At the time, okay. Yeah. So what I was doing was, this was in second year, I think like September, October. So I was just like writing down everything. And <laughs> yeah. I, had a, I had a friend who um, is like really tapped into the um, LGBTQ music scene. And so yeah. she was kind of like, she was like, oh, put this one, put this one. So I was mm -hmm. so excited. And then um, it just so happened that that show had actually been pre-existing, but the person who was doing that show was leaving. Okay. So that was the Monday 7 to 8 slot. Okay. So um, Jamie said, yeah, like we've, we're replacing this slot. So like, you'd be perfect. And so mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, you know, all right. So, um, I did, I've done the show for three years. It's been more music focused than anything else. Yeah. I had actually never done an interview <laughs> before I did, before I started this position. Yeah. Um, I, you know, looking back, I do kind of wish I had done some, but I just mm -hmm. never thought of it. Cause, um, I think as I mentioned to you, I was kind of putting a four year degree in three years yeah. because I switched out in first year That's right, you from were sciences. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I decided that I would still graduate on time because I'm extremely <laughs> stubborn. 
And I also like I just I just wanted to put myself through the ringer. Like I just really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided that I would do that. So then I didn't have all that much time. Yeah. So it was mostly kind of like I would do the research, um, and then I would pick put out a playlist, and then I would research the artist, and then like talk a bit about the artist. Yeah. But I never really got into it into in the sense of doing interviews to take it to that particular yeah. step. But you know what? It comes to show how much music there was to play out there. If there it wasn't was. if it wasn't filling time interviewing, that's a lot of time you could spend on music. Yeah. So that definitely was a good exposure to, yeah. that, to that community. Yeah. No, yeah, it was. And I actually, I learned a lot and it was really inspirational for me because um, like there's people who live in countries that don't even have like the same level of rights that we do. Right. And like even we still have like a ways to go, but mm-hmm. like it's not like there, like there are places where like marriage isn't even legal yet. You yeah, know, and like yeah. there are still people that are out there and like speaking their truth and like making their music. And I just think that that's wonderful. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, yeah, with your time here at CFM, what, what drew you to the station or to just was it radio in general or was it was do you have like sort of a backstory to what what mm. got you to figure out or to discover CFMU? I would. I mean, it was primarily my friend doing a show, but yeah. it was also just the fact that like I since I can remember, I mean, I've, I taught myself guitar starting from when I was, I don't know, like. 10, 11. Oh, cool. So I've always, like, I love music. So mm-hmm. I thought, you know, this is a way to do something I love, which is music, and make it meaningful in a way that is meaningful to me. Yeah. And the great thing about CFMU, again, is that it gives you a platform to express yourself in a way that is meaningful to you. Oh, yeah. So I thought, you know, it all kind of combined perfectly. I mm-hmm. had never considered it before. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of just... I had known about her show for like maybe a couple of months and then it kind of just came to me and I was like, you know, like this is a perfect combination of everything that I wanted to do. Yeah. And it's a way of getting involved that is like nice and like you can express yourself. And it's also the thing that drew me to it was the fact that it's sort of you individually. Like yeah. you don't have to not saying like, oh, I hate working in groups, mm-hmm. but if there's something nice about kind of being able to at a young age, like because students are young, but you can kind of like make your own podcast and it's very accessible oh, for sure, and yeah. it's very individual and it allows you to express yourself as an individual. Mm-hmm. And that was what I really wanted. Like you get to get your sort of your own, your own voice out there, how yeah. you can, you and you get the control of how you want to shape the show and yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, right? exactly. Like it's really, I mean, now I sound like I'm just plugging the station, but like I actually <laughs> just really love it. The fact that, and it's, it's really not an opportunity that uh-huh. is easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Like everything is here for you, you know, yeah. like it's, it's, it's free. You don't have to pay for it. All you have to do is get your application accepted. That's right. Let me testify that because because although yes, she she is the outreach coordinator, and uh-huh. there's everything that could scream is saying that that you're just promoting the station. No, no, no. It, yeah. it definitely is genuine. Like, no. like for me personally, although I'm technically also a, <laughs> the, the the new production coordinator here, but no, for my case, like it was. Um, I actually even just discovered the station by accident. Actually, never oh, really? realized. Yeah, but what drew me was because I was into public speaking a lot At, oh, on cool. the high schools. I was um, back in high school. I was doing stuff over the PA in the mornings, which was a fun time because mm-hmm. I got to write up whatever I wanted to do and to like a like a nice positive message for the day yeah. to say in the morning and stuff. Right. Uh-huh. So then I I figured you know what could I what could I do to continue that and I was a huge enthusiast of any of those public speakers listening to whether it be radio, television, any of that stuff. Then I think it was one day we were just outside with a friend and I think I was they, they dragged me along and said hey come get bubble tea with me or something right because uh-huh. there was that oh, in Taro, that, in Taro. That Ataro, yeah, which is Ataro. now going to be cha time that's right that's mm-hmm. right and I just recently heard that about that anyway yeah. they were there at the time and and I just said okay you go ahead and get your bubble tea I'll just kind of wander around because this is the oh. first year back early September I said because and, and I'm a guy that usually kind of explores the spaces a little bit so yeah. good thing I wasn't going the opposite direction towards where the print center was right I went this way to say you know where does this hallway go to I looked to the right 
and the first thing I see is the station. I'm thinking, no way we have a radio station here. So I said, people don't know. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, and like just, you know, for everyone listening, like, why would we be here on mm-hmm. a Saturday yeah. if we didn't like it? So, exactly. you know, that, like... that too. You know, we have we have many better things this Saturday. There's there's rain in my area. And I think I don't know if that storm's coming this way or not. And I still made the drive out to come over by and we yeah. did this interview. So, you know, yeah. we love what we're doing yeah, here. We wouldn't so. be here if we didn't like it. <laughs> now we'll go towards music because you mentioned you're a music enthusiast. So yeah. I presume you you write your own music I as do. well a little bit. I do. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, So I started started writing my own I again I got my first guitar it was like this really like small classical mm. guitar because mm-hmm. um I I used to do um but before that I would like try out a steel string at like let's say long and McQuaid or something yeah but because I was so young like it was really hard on my fingers <laughs> yeah, yeah um they always say I remember when I first started I took guitar lessons I think for like when I was 10 for maybe like a couple months but then after that it was self-taught but I remember Mm -hmm. my guitar teacher saying well you know like calluses are just kind of a part of the part of the part of the job description I was like oh no like I don't want my fingers to be like all calloused on (laughs) one hand but now it's kind of like you know it's your it's your badge of honor because you practiced but um yeah so I started out I didn't want to do steel strings, so I started out on a nylon. Mm-hmm. And I think what I really liked doing was I really liked to just go outside and like just kind of play some chords and like have the water, like have like a water sound around me. Like yeah. like I'd go to like a waterfall mm-hmm. or like I'd go listen to like the wind and then kind of just play along with it. Oh, cool. Which sounds really like, um, <laughs> what's the word? I'm like pretentious. No, like well, a bit, a bit like, um, yeah, a bit. Okay. Pretentious. I- I mean, I, I know what you mean in mind. I know what you're talking about internally, but it's just, what, what is the term for it now? You... Um, like a little bit uh, fanciful, maybe. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, your work. But that's I your mean, work. like nothing nothing wrong with being a bit mm-hmm. fanciful yeah. in this world we live in. But um, yeah. yeah, so I, that's kind of how it started. And then I sort of, I started writing my own stuff mm-hmm. um, around then. And then I kind of just, I sort of like left it a bit in university because I was yeah. just so busy. Mm-hmm. And like, I think... Um, for me, like to be to be creative and to like have my creative process work, I need to be um, like like I need to have a certain level of energy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's kind of true of everyone. So maybe that's oh, yeah. a bit obvious, yeah. but um, as like especially I find like it takes a lot out of you to write something oh, that sure. you like. Yeah. So um, I kind of left it a bit in university. I'm kind of just getting back on it now. Mm-hmm. Um, now that like I'm I'm doing this job and like this job is a lot less taxing than doing a four-year degree in three years would be i mean like it's still like it's not by any means an easy job but it's like it's it's less much less taxing than Mm -hmm. that so um i'm getting kind of back on the horse lately um i'd say i started out i've always been a huge bossa nova and jazz fan oh hey so that's kind of where i started yeah actually um and there's an artist that I interviewed for the artist sketch series, mm-hmm. and he is um, he's a flamenco artist, and he all and he recorded his entire album on um, the North Shore of Lake Superior, like mm-hmm. in in like like just kind of like camping. Yeah. Over the course of I think it was like six weeks. I yeah. Think, wait, I think I think I know what you're talking about. Matt, I Matt saw Selleck. that. Yeah, that's right. I saw I that was, article. Yeah. I think I was just reading that this morning. Actually. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Oh um. I, cause I, um, I read his background. He was on our top 30 charts and yeah. then I read his background and I was like, oh yeah, like I want to interview this guy. Oh, that's I funny. mean, I don't choose everyone on yeah. like that kind of like biased <laughs> basis, but right, right, him, right. I thought, you know, I just really want to interview, no, oh. not only because it's a cool project, but mm-hmm. because it kind of like reminded me of like my musical yeah. 
like sphere personally. So that one was really fun. But yeah, so that was kind of how I started. I started in jazz and bossa nova. I started with those kind of seventh chords. And then I sort mm-hmm. of I sort of branched out because um in high school I did a bit more jazz because I did I studied vocal like vocal performance and stuff. Okay, okay. And then yeah, and then again in university I kind of like fell off in a bit. <laughs> But I hadn't really, and then I took a bit more R&B inspiration because I got into, um, I had always listened to like R&B soul. Yeah. Um, I was a really big fan of um, Amy Winehouse. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I sort of, and then in university, I got a bit more into R&B soul. So mm-hmm. then I started incorporating that in a bit. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at now. Like a bit of R&B soul, a bit of jazz. Like I just that's prefer cool. like kind of a smooth sound. Yeah, you know? for sure. But seven and nine are still some of the best numbers in music, I think for sure. For sure. You know, you know, cause you're, you're talking about jazz and you got me riled up because I myself am a huge jazz enthusiast oh, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, because my case though was more on the piano side. But the thing is, because um, I learned from a, from a, it was like yeah, grade two or three because we had a, we had a, we were just lucky that we had a piano. It was an old upright. It was that that started it. And I think um, I began, my grandfather was showing me how to play because we couldn't afford the time or the, I, I think it was more of the time at the time mm-hmm. to be able to go take me to like actual piano right. lessons and you know all the theory stuff uh-huh. so my grandfather just showed me the basics here's how to play this here's how to read the notes and that sort of thing mm-hmm. and then when my grandfather passed away shortly after then I was left trying to trying to teach myself how to mm-hmm. do the thing but what's funny is if it wasn't that piano my grandparents had this other piano it was like one of those electric uh, keyboards oh yeah and they just had like you know all the all the preset beats and that sort of thing uh-huh. but the funny thing is what what somehow uh, got uh, attracted my attention was the chord settings on those there was a setting where if you press like a button none of the keys would work except the left side and it would only play chords and i'd see oh. all the letters and the shapes and i was like hey what's this C6, I've never seen that before, you know, those Uh kinds of things. And then that's what drew me into sort of that end of music. And then in high school, I I also, I took up jazz band and stuff. Uh And then started learning a little more, getting to know more of the theory and the style. Uh So now where I kind of sit at is sort of, yeah, jazz. And lately it's been a lot of of the old soul uh, sort of things from like the the late 60s, the early 70s, Uh and that sort of region, that sort of thing. So. It's it's a really it's a really fun genre, and so mm-hmm. when we jam around at home, because normally that's what we do now, because I, I personally don't have time either to right. do stuff university and stuff. So we usually, whenever I'm at home, we just kind of jam out. My, my, we have like a bass we my dad recently bought about a year or two ago, and we kind of just would say, here, let's let's na- name a tune or something, and then we'll just try to make out all the chords and start playing and just backing uh-huh. and having a jamming time. That's oh of for thing. sure, cool. Do you ever have any of those kinds of jam sessions or stuff? I do, yeah. Um, I actually joined. The other thing I did here was MacBeat. Okay. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. that for a while. If you know what that is, it's kind of like that jam circle. Yeah. So I did that. That was fun. Um, and then I al- I actually have a friend who is um, like a singer and she plays piano. I yeah. also play piano. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of do both guitar and piano. I'd say at like, well, my guitar is at a much higher level of proficiency, but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I also pl- I also can play piano. Yeah. Um, so we we do we did jam sessions pretty regularly. She's at okay. McGill now, though. So like, uh. <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of like, who am I going to? The, it's the yeah, it's kind of the thing. It's the interesting thing about still being here when a yeah. lot of people have left. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was surprised by the amount of friends I have that are doing a fifth year Yeah. or either that or are here for their masters so they're mm-hmm. jumping right in okay. so i actually don't feel like it's not like i'm like help me i'm so yeah. low i'm so alone right like right, actually right. there's there are people like here you still got some of your some people that you can go but hey yeah. we, we should jam sometime for, yeah, for example, sure too. yeah because like for my case it's the exact opposite like my pianist i can do a wee little bit of guitar but at the very basic level what i'm actually astonished at now is actually my younger brother 
just this summer he picked up guitar, and now he's very much better than I am. Wow. <laughs> Which is nuts. <laughs> and uh, he, he sings, he, he enjoys singing too. Oh, so cool. it definitely is like a nice little combination, right? Yeah. I unfortunately could not sing for the life of me. <laughs> I'm the only person in my family that is not keen on singing. I could, I could play the instruments and support them, but I would not sing with them at all. Mm. No, uh, that's something that I couldn't do. I think singing was kind of my first thing. And then, like, even before guitar, mm-hmm. that was the first thing I wanted to do. And okay. then guitar was sort of like the support role for that. Yeah. And then um, I did musical theater for quite mm-hmm. a while. So then singing was a big thing. And then piano was sort of, I have, um, I actually have the same keyboard that I've had since I was nine. Oh, wow. So, uh, hey. you know, someday <laughs> I would like to maybe replace that. Yeah. Like, there, there's a goal, but I, I think I've had, but I, um, the same guitar I think I've had since I was about 16. Okay. Yeah. Now, what's interesting, too, with being here at CFMU specifically, uh, you probably know how, how much, how big the art scene in Hamilton is, too, Yes, right? for sure. Which is fun because there are so many, we have, a, like, a huge database of different genres, not just, not just the jazz and the stuff that we're talking about, but just anything that could cater to just about anybody mm-hmm. in, in just such a culturally diverse city, mm-hmm. I'd say. So... You you originally were aren't from Hamilton, are you? No, I'm not. I'm from Burlington. You're from Burlington, yeah. Because I'm down from Mississauga. So, how was it like then when you first came around and then started to discover the music scene here in in, in Hamilton when you came first came around and that sort of thing? Um, to be honest, I didn't like I didn't know too much about the music scene here before yeah. I started this job. Mm-hmm. But I sort of like I knew that there was a good art scene, and I had gone to Artward Art Bar once in a while okay. to list, to go to a jazz show mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Yeah. But um, even like not even the music scene. So the other thing I did this summer was I spent a good part of the summer doing some pretty extensive Hamilton Fringe coverage. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, so I I interviewed one artist, and mm-hmm. then I said to him, Hey, could you um, Paul Coster? So he was the writer of um one of the plays. Yeah. And um, so then he kind of, I said, hey, if you want, you can like promo it to the other people in the fringe group. So then I think I got like six emails in mm-hmm. that, in those like couple days. <laughs> there you go, yeah. So I think I did a total of about 13 or 14 fringe interviews. Okay. So that's, that's like quite a bit for scope, like in the three months, like yeah. two weeks worth of fringe interviews. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a lot of coverage. But so, you know, our art scene is not only music and a yeah. lot of those were musicals as well. That's right. Like, that's, that's just, that's just starting to get yeah. to the real, like all yeah. the other arts that are yes. in the city. So yeah. then I was fortunate enough actually to um for partially because they had noticed me because of my interviews i was fortunate enough to receive a media pass oh cool and so then i kind of went and then i reviewed some shows on air so um that was another good little like segment to do because i had done so many interviews it just Mm -hmm. felt right to sort of be able to tell people hey this is what this show was like this is what i thought of this show right yeah yeah so it was it was really special but yeah um I've learned more about not only the Hamilton like music scene, but also mm-hmm. the Hamilton performance scene. And yeah. there's there's lots of really really creative people here. It is, and I think yeah. I think I guess like a place like this is where you could sort of discover that whatever we either play on the air or even all the shows that may discuss some of those things yeah. or go through them. That it's really it's really a good time. I mean, I personally have yet to discover. More. I've I've heard about it, and I sort of had a gut feeling that there was a lot of, of art and, ta- and you know just creative talent everywhere but mm-hmm. I just couldn't figure out where exactly to start going so no, I said I you understand. know what the music because because that's that's how much there is to, to be able to to discover there's so yeah. much out there so. I will also kind of remark on like the other big thing about this which is that on so on morning file I yeah. play tracks from our new releases sure yeah. the idea being you know to to um, promote local artists and that's also right. like because that goes into our top 30 mm-hmm. so um I've like there's so many so um when you go into our new release database which I think is publicly available 
I think it is. Yeah. Um, you can see like there'll be a maple a maple leaf beside a Canadian artist, and then there'll also be a hammer beside a local artist. That's right. Yeah. So like we, I didn't realize this, but we have so many. Well, I I kind of knew, but I hadn't really realized the scope of like just how many talented artists we have, and some of them are very young too. Yeah, that's like, right. Like we've we've featured some um, student artists, like McMaster student artists that are students and they're like doing music doing so music that's just really time, yeah. amazing yeah and it's also great to see that like some of them there's lots of bands like battle of the bands we have yes, here that's right so there's so many like even student musicians that work together yeah. and do music and that's just amazing but yeah like mm-hmm. just from that just from hosting morning file i've i've learned so much about um our new like our new releases and like all the people coming out from hamilton that are yeah. submitting and are submitting music to us mm-hmm. and like we get new stuff all the time all so all the time yeah all the time that's we have thing. like some really great like like pup which is actually one of the bands that um their album morbid stuff was actually shortlisted for the polaris prize this year mm-hmm. and then we've got like pip they just released their album palisades that's mm-hmm. a really great album it's yeah. in there another yeah. crush is always putting out good stuff mm-hmm. shyly champ is like a really great like r&b artist slash rapper right, so like right. yeah i'm just kind of name dropping some people that i've like well been thinking you know like these people <laughs> yeah. are really cool and like they deserve they deserve that acknowledgement and recognition. that's for sure that's for sure yeah now we're coming towards uh, September. I mean, technically, by the time we'll probably have this on, it will already be September. Odds are. Mm-hmm. So to um, to you who may be possibly interested in coming out, because again, we mentioned, you know, we're actually well, maybe just to introduce, in case you may possibly be tuned in, we are almost entirely volunteer run here at mm-hmm. the station. Just a few of us here have the actual yearly contracted positions, but. When we mention volunteers, that's just about anybody and everybody, Mac students or non-Mac students included. So especially for students coming possibly to the next year to try and get them introduced to the station, is there anything you'd like to, to, to mention or to say or any advice or whatever? Just well, you know, about so it. something that I have been, I will be promoting more as we move into the year and something that I've kind of been doing throughout is like, I am always open to give you a tour if you're listening like i just email me at cfmucom at msu.mcmaster.ca and i like if you have questions i will answer your questions like one of my goals for this year is we've got a lot of great community partners Mm -hmm. and those are great relationships and i'm really trying to maintain those because like they're fantastic and they support us and we support them Mm -hmm. but the other thing that i am trying to do this year is really increase student engagement because i think a lot of students don't know about us that's right so like that's kind of something that i'll be doing this year but yeah if you have Mm -hmm questions like um i am ready like i'm ready to go whenever like we can do a tour um i've been i've been doing some tours with like horizons groups that come by i did tours at may at mac Mm -hmm. um around like welcome week and around the time that we'll be tabling up there for clubs fest that's right i'm also like totally open to giving tours and the other thing that i am hoping to do this year and i mean this this will be going out like as we get move in closer to welcome week is kind of some written like things I've written like resources as in like so one of them that is going out is um how to write a good show application yeah that is more likely to get accepted Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of students and I really didn't know where to start I was like uh what do I do right yeah that's right Um, so I think like it would be really so that's kind of something that I'm doing this year so Mm -hmm. definitely stay and the other thing I'm doing this year is I'm featuring our volunteers um I actually have had the first one come out already the second one is coming out next week Mm -hmm. so it's like it's a volunteering at cfmu is the name so it's just talking about like 
talking to our student volunteers about what they do, um, like like Faces of CFMU, which yes. is our video series, but That's more. Right. I wanted to go more in depth, like a more in depth sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. So it's it, and it's less about their show and more about them. So like yeah. what they're doing, mm-hmm. how they started doing it, how they think it's affected, how it's affected or changed their like career trajectory. If they've learned something new about themselves, if they've learned something knew about what they might want to do in the future. Mm. So things like that. And then the other thing that I will be kind of like doing is like, you know, how did you hear about the station? So if you want an idea of the kind of people that work here, like student wise and their stories and like some examples of great ways you can get involved because it's not just um, it's not just doing a show. That's right. Right. Like you can write blogs for us. Like we have Natalie Clark, who actually I did the first volunteering um, blog with her. Uh-huh. And so she created her own series, mm-hmm. CFMU Picks. And like she interviews artists weekly from our top 30 that she likes and she talks to them. So, again, like and that was kind of something she emphasized, too, was the amount of freedom you have. That's right. You can write for us. You can do a podcast like you can do your own podcast. And, you know, everyone is always saying now, like we should start a podcast. Like you you can start a podcast. That's very true. I think people think of it as radio, but we have that now that we have our new website up Mm -hmm. and like everything is beautifully there for you. Um, we have like it is a podcasting format in exactly. a lot of ways. You can you can go find your previous shows, download your MP3. That's right. Which is exactly what a podcast is like. Exactly. So the platform, all the resources are here for you. Mm-hmm. So you know, like take take advantage of it. And even if you don't know if it's something you'd want to do in the future for public speaking, it's great for learning more about a topic. Like for example, we have a group of we have two student volunteers who host a show about science. Yeah. Kind of like explaining science, like everyday science in an accessible way. That is like a p- potential career avenue for people. Like, ex- and like, if you do a show about a topic that, let's say, is your major, mm-hmm. you can show that you're passionate about it. That's right. So that's the kind of thing that I want to emphasize. Like, it's not only just you don't just have to like come in, play music, and leave. Like, there's so much you can do. You can even help out with like the music logging. Like, there's we're accepting volunteers for so many different things. That's right. Yeah. Sorry, I um. I kind of went like I kind of went off there, but you oh, know, no, 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 you know, no, it no. is really important to me because like people don't know about CFMU, but like there's a lot you can do, and you have a lot of freedom. So yeah. you know, just take advantage of it. And again, I'm always available to help you out for sure. So like blogs, videos, like all of that kind of explaining in more in depth what I've talked about here. That's something that I really want to do this year for mm-hmm. students, especially to get that information out to them. So if you're listening and you're a student, um, stay tuned if you need more convincing. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> well, I mean, there will be a lot of convincing. We'll make sure to be at that booth even at Welcome Week yeah, for sure. Because, sure. you know, we, we as a staff will be coming up there and we definitely, yeah, we'll just, we'll be happy to answer just about any questions you yeah. have. Just anything to, to, to get you motivated yeah. and just inspired even to come by. Yeah. And, you know, like if you like music, it's fun. It's just fun. You know, like oh, it's, for sure. and I think people think of radio and I was so scared the first mm. couple shows I did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was so nervous. And I think people think of it as that kind of like, yeah, it's high stakes, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a thing where it's like you don't know how many people are listening to you. Like it is. Right. And I won't lie. Like in the beginning, it is a bit nerve wracking. But that is kind of how you grow. Exactly. And like I. Even my first couple interviews as the community outreach coordinator, I was so nervous. And then by Mm -hmm. now, it's kind of just like, it's good. Like, I learned so much from so many different people. Yeah. And I'm not nervous. Like, it sort of just happens. And I'm like, oh, it's done already. There you go. You know? Time time really does fly, though, when you're doing these things. Every time I do one, I, I always fear running running like beyond the time that I prescribed I look at it and we've got 20 minutes of content we're not even at the end yet yeah then I'm stuck trying to see whatever whatever I can you know mm-hmm. but because there's so much to be able to discuss and yeah. you learn as you do these interviews and it simply mm-hmm. isn't just a question answer format it's like 
it almost is like just having a conversation with a person. It's so nice to when um when I have an interview and I feel like I can really feel it flowing, like yeah. it's really great. And so I almost like I'm almost like I'm happy when I have to worry about the time because that's yeah. always like the most fun and it's nice that's, and it flows. That is that is true. That is true. I mean, like, are you having a good time now? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I am actually like I really I really enjoyed doing the interview I did with Brian. I'm really yeah. enjoying this one. Like it's just fun to have See, a conversation. Because I'm the one who's in that position now, being away for a while. But no, coming in, I I was under the impression that you, it was a very high pressure thing because it, you, although you never knew how many people were listening and you weren't really too concerned about it, your voice is out there. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like you know so self aware thinking you know what what if I sound completely weird? So uh, trust me, the first few I did were just a couple hour morning uh, shows. Um, way back in October, yeah, 2016, a couple, two, almost three years ago now, just just filling out time purely, and I had no idea what to do. Whenever I came on just to do a talking segment, I was probably one of the softest-sounding voices out there, just trying oh, to think no. I had to sound smooth enough. Like, I thought uh-huh. I had to sound good to, make it, to right. make it work, right? Right. Then eventually, when I got into the groove of things in January, I realized, you know, what am I even doing with myself for, these, for the past few weeks? I should just, I mean... It seemed like everyone, and I was listening to a few a few shows over the course of the weeks, I said, you know, people just sound like themselves, and they're just doing what seems like is most natural to them. Yeah. I said, you know, maybe I should just try that. And then eventually I started getting into the groove. Mm-hmm. And it just comes to show that, you know, this this really is a place mm-hmm. to be able to just, just let you be you. Yeah, that's what I that's what I love about it. Um, Just to, for, like, some background for how, like, for anyone listening who might be a bit nervous about starting a show. So my first couple shows... I did not take naturally to it at all. It uh, was sort of, yeah. it was sort of like a, um, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Yes. Like a lot of stumbling, a lot of um, backtracking. So what I did um, at first was I started writing out a script for myself mm-hmm. um, beforehand, and yeah. then I would print it out like super meticulous, yeah. and then read it out. Mm-hmm. And um, it was good, and it helped me with um, the the patterning and that kind of thing. That's right. It does. It started out the first couple of times I read from a script, it sounded a bit forced. Like I, yeah. I got people to give me feedback, uh-huh. and then I started reading from the script more naturally, and then I got to the point where I understood my content well enough to just do away with it yeah but um that did that did take i think that was a couple months of like script reading and like just kind of working on my voice yeah and now i'm at the point where i can do an interview and i don't have to worry at all about having any kind of script yeah i mean i do give i do i i give people question plans like just depending Mm -hmm. on their comfort level yeah i want them to be comfortable but i am comfortable no matter what so like that's just you know it worked out but it doesn't have to start easy that's oh for sure yeah again my couple months my first months were were trying to figure out what i was going to do because Mm -hmm. I had nothing. Like I was just going in there blindly, just winging it every single morning, thinking, okay, let's see what happens this morning. Can I play enough music that'll be that I don't have to talk so many times, right? And then just just to be able to fill the two hours of the morning. Mm -hmm. Eventually, I got into it when I started getting into it. That was until maybe January, February of that year. I said, you know, maybe I should probably have some kind of a flow. Some kind of a flow. I didn't really have because I just kind of said, I'm not really going to be talking too much of anything else other than what the song was. And that's what I thought she had to do. You just had to just make sure every song was represented. But I didn't really think about that creative freedom of going anywhere further. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't until, yeah, maybe three or four months in. The second year when I started doing it, actually, you know what? I'd probably say it wasn't until my second year of doing stuff here for me. It took a little longer before I got into the groove of it. Because then... Funny enough, uh, at the time, I was I was so interested in all those all those old uh, old little memorabilia and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I I got 
uh, some guy in, I think it was in Waterdown or in Ancaster, somewhere there, I, uh, he was listing up a typewriter for sale, an old mechanical typewriter back from the, like the late 70s or something. Oh, cool. So I, I, I went and I figured, okay, I, I bought the typewriter and I mm -hmm. said, what can I do to use this and put it into use? So I was thinking, am I going to start writing love letters to people or something in typewritten form? But <laughs> it came to me and I said, you know what, a good thing is... Maybe I should just type my outlines because originally I was just going on a computer and doing them. I said, you know, maybe we, could, we should give that little extra kick just to get my thought process flowing. Oh, for some reason, that's so cool. It's interesting because for some odd reason, you, you tend to think a lot more when you're typing on a typewriter compared to when you're on the computer. Because definitely, you know, there's that aspect of if you screw up on the typewriter, there's there's no backspace. True. You're either going to have to type over what you do or cross it out or True whatever. Yeah. So it really got you thinking. And I was thinking, okay, what am I, what exactly am I going to do? So my ideas were starting to come. And I said, let me start getting some some things I want to do throughout the show or either, either be it by songs or genres or topics to go by. I was just going off. And I think the biggest thing I was doing was just, it was a time when my friends and I were huge in puns. And all those like word plays and sort of uh -huh. things. So I'd always have this segment where we'd play, we'd, we'd, I'd list out like 10 random things in the morning, like 10 random puns or whatever, and just go off that, just start typing them and thinking, yeah, but it was an interesting time. So I said, this is good, this is a good step towards, you know, um, being a little more me in the studio yeah. and stuff. And I think, I think this year I'm looking forward to what, what this year might come, That's what cool. might bring. I mean, when I think about, like, the CFMU, like, hipster kind of aesthetic, like, yeah. the ultimate, like, really, you oh, reach yeah. the pinnacle of oh, it geez. by, like, writing out your radio outlines on a typewriter. Yeah. You really you really hit well, the pinnacle. Well, they're, they're point forms, though. But you know what? <laughs> Maybe I'll bring it in one time. I should show you, yeah. right? Because I have it. Oh, and the other thing is that our lobby just got redone, so come check that out if yeah, you, you haven't been here in a while. Yeah, you definitely should check that out. And um, over the summer, our on-air booth got done, so check that out, too. I guess I'm sort of a slice of the public because I've been away for so long. Yeah. <laughs> so everything that I'm seeing for the first time is is, is yes. probably what you're going to end up seeing for the first time too yeah. but definitely do come out and anything else you'd like to plug in just as a last little bit um nope not particularly oh um just just another like little thing i like to add is um i was i actually went on exchange um for a semester last year yeah and i was an exchange peer advisor so you know if anyone um if any volunteers or i was an exchange peer advisor for a whole year so any volunteers um at cfmu any students want to just ask me about anything about volunteering the thing that i um not volunteering anything about being on exchange the main thing i did was um i really wanted to save money so i really wanted to kind of let my like st extend my stay and like i wasn't i'm not like loaded so yeah. it was there was an element of saving money was really important to me mm -hmm. so um if anyone wants to ask about that it's and just traveling in general it's definitely something that you should do it was a great experience for me and um you shouldn't like I understand if like there is a budget constraint, but if you have like a some level of means, you should try not to miss out if you can, because yeah. it's a really amazing experience. That sounds like it'd be a really wonderful experience yeah. for sure. So just that's just like the last thing I would plug, <laughs> and then just you know check if you want to follow what I'm doing throughout the year. Um, fa our Facebook, our Twitter. Our Instagram and our website is where you'll be able to find all of our stuff, and you can listen to me on Morning File at cfmu.ca/shows/one. Very easy to number, remember. Show it's, number it's, it's one. Just it's one. the first. It's the first show. Yep. You stole my line. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you definitely can catch Olivia on on Morning File, and even in the next few, or at least I, I guess the next few weeks, is technically you'll be out and about for just trying to get get uh, sort of that exposure to the station and all that. I'll be yeah. around too, in case you may possibly want to see me around. Maybe not, but you know what? It doesn't matter anyway. Um, 
I mean, this has been actually a pretty good uh, chat. I've had yeah. a really good time. Yeah, so, yeah it's well, been fun. Definitely looking forward to working with you over this year. And mm. uh, yeah, should be a good time. Yeah, it'll be a great time. That was Olivia. Thanks so much, though, for doing this. I oh, know no, it's um, thank you for now. having me. Uh, at least we now get to know each other a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That there was Olivia, uh, Olivia Fava. And uh, I mean, I, I felt so bad because I, I was sort of thinking, I really want that interview to get on as soon as I possibly could. And it never went on until now. So I'm thankful now. And it's kind of that sigh of relief. Um, there'll be more of these uh, interviews coming up as well over the course of the next weeks since I've got the rest of the staff on too over the course of this time. So um, we've still got, uh, let me let me start rhyming them off here and uh, throwing them in. So Duncan uh, Simmons, you know, who is the sports uh, director here. Uh, he hosts uh, Marauder Mornings. Uh, here on uh, CFMU on Mondays, in fact, too. He'll be here in a couple of hours, as well as his sports blog. And there's also Erica Camiso. She's on Thursdays uh, for the throwdown in the afternoon from, I believe it's 2 to 3, if I remember correctly. And, um, or 1 to 2, please forgive me if I've got your time slot wrong, Erica, if you're listening. And Maxine, our digital media uh, specialist, our uh, digital media assistant, and uh, she's just sort of been doing wonderful work. And also um, shows in the future, too. Uh, there'll be new shows and uh, existing shows and such. But this is why I've sort of been looking forward to this this particular slot all the more so because there's all that good time to be able to do all this um, all these uh, great pieces of content. Also, um, quick clarification and update to that because now I remembered some things after listening to the interview with Olivia. A couple notes from there. Uh, yes, uh, Welcome Week certainly went really well. Um, it was really good. Uh, Olivia's content on uh, CFMU, if you've ever checked out the website recently, has been a lot more than just Morning Filed now. Actually, they've done a lot of other um, features that have been around from previous uh, uh, years. 60 Seconds uh, is a great series to check out. Um, a bunch of uh, just articles in general and um, just features of all sorts are all up there. So great content to check out there. And additionally, for Rainbow Radio, that is now actually hosted entirely by a great fellow and now a good friend of mine, too, by the name of Avery Jackman. And and um, um, Avery will be around uh, taking... Uh, Avery is around, not will be around. Uh, uh, Avery has been for um, for the time. So um, that will be... Uh, I'll be covering that. Anyways, it's... Uh, we're actually... Gee, we, the time's flown. <laughs> 7, 12, 7, 13. There's still more music along the way. We're going to get to that and uh, that sort of thing. But I guess first, maybe if you've got folks you really want to try and get up this morning, uh, maybe we'll just kind of do a fun little reiteration and uh, what I'd like to call sort of a second wake-up call here on CFMU. So if you ever want to try and get someone up, go and find a radio and put it in front of them. And uh, we're going to do a little something that may go like this. Just to kind of recap, if, you, if you'd like to, just to, for folks who may just want to start getting up. Let's, uh, I, I don't know how to put this. <laughs> I'm probably still partially asleep for all you know. Anyways, let's uh, let's try this out and see how exactly this turns out. Just to, and, and also this will work as my station identification. So we're going to try this out and see where we end up with this. Good morning. This is the second wake-up call here on CFMU 93.3. My name is Jomar. This is First Up. And uh, so far in this episode, we've been uh, doing a whole bunch of things, just as my sort of wonderful kickoff episode for this great series coming up for this year and the rest of this year. And what's else for, what, what else is up for next year? <laughs> we first had an introduction to all the cold weather we've been having so far this season and uh, this month, really, as well as a plug for a um, cousin of mine who's celebrating his birthday today and an interview that just happened now by Olivia. And stay tuned, there's more music coming right after all this and this pause.
but we're going to have a bunch more coming right after that. So uh, I still have to work on that, I think, if anything. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's funny. I just uh, a thought came to me before we get to the next song, which is going to be a great one. Um, we were mentioning the weather, and it was the funniest thing I heard yesterday. I was listening to the AM radio, and um, they, it was about the time when the freezing rain was just coming in, and they were talking about, um, there was it was this AM station, and they were talking about the gas prices, and they were saying, you know, the gas prices are going to stay the same. I think it was I think it was roughly about to stay the same. But the funny part was after that, the uh, person on air, he said, okay, so this is the gas price, and so-and-so, they did all that stuff. And then they ended up saying, you know, although, why would you really want to go out at this time because it was so terribly bad? And he's like, uh, I think it was uh, paraphrasing, it was sort of something along the lines of... Um, uh, the gas price is expected to stay the same at so-and-so cents a liter. But at the same time, I don't know really, although I don't think you really should be out at this time um, getting gas and that sort of thing. So it was it was really funny at the time. I wish I could have found the exact uh, thing or taken a, a little snippet of that. But anyways, um, before I digress on for any more any much longer, I've got a couple songs and uh, who knows how much more but we could fit in for the next 15 minutes. Um, first off is one from an album that I've recently rediscovered or one that I never realized actually was an album of a great compilation of wonderful tracks. This is kind of now pulling from the vinyl section here. So um, if you're familiar with a group by the name of, not a group, uh, if you're familiar with Simon and Garfunkel, uh, now one of uh, my favorite artists as well, um, they've had a bunch of great releases, The Boxer, um, Mrs. Robinson, uh, bookends and all that, uh, all the great uh, themes as such. Um, this album actually features Mrs. Robinson as well as a bunch as the bookends themes. This, in fact, is the LP bookends. Uh, just a wonderful one. One day I came across it at the station. I said I better go listen to it and check out what other tracks are on here. So this is going to be one of the tracks on the B side uh, that is on the same side that just precedes Mrs. Robinson by the name of Punky's Dilemma. Just to get you up this morning in case that first bit there at about 7, 12, 13, my horrendous rendition of a second wake-up call was what actually got you up this morning. So we're going to go ahead and uh, listen to that in just a sec. But anyways, um, actually, you know what? Let me, let me get this queued up. Uh, but anyways, you're going to be listening to Punky's Dilemma from Simon and Garfunkel from their album The Book Ends right here on 93.3 CFMU. This is first up at 7.16. Wish I was a Kellogg's cornflake Floating in my bowl, taking movies Relaxed in a while Living in style Talking to a race and occasionally plays L.A. Casually glancing at his toupee Wish I was an English muffin Got to make the most out of a toaster I ease myself down Coming up brown I prefer poison very more than any ordinary jam I'm a citizen's for boys and very a jam fan Oh, say California 
93.3 CFMU, that there was Estuary Part 2, or Estuary 2. That was from a map of their recent uh, release. The Isle of Aelin is acclaimed avant folk artist based in Toronto, and they have this uh, great album. That's, uh, that's a wonderful little track. And uh, uh, they actually had a debut in 2017, a northern star, Perfect Stone, which establishes songwriters striving for deep emotional connections with listeners. And uh, here, uh, Makel has created a modern progressive folk album situated in a universe of its own, which is this, The Isle of Aelin. 721 once again, 722. Um, I just keep feeling like I have to mention the time almost every second or so. Um, but we still have, I think, one more song and I guess a surprise-ish song along the way. Um, because it is December and winter, it means Christmas is coming. So, I mean, you're going to have to start getting your fix of Christmas music. I've already started hearing it this year since late November, even before th- American Thanksgiving was up and people started having a ball with it, I guess. So, I, I guess in fairness, we could always play at least one fun little Christmas song. Um 
because why not? So uh, for today, I have a special one because this is a record now that I think I just can't believe I've managed to find off the shelf and in wonderful condition. This is actually from Bing Crosby. And um, this is his Christmas album, that uh, infamous one. Uh, because it's early December and I figure it might be best to try and play along the, the theme of it starting to look like December, the winter and stuff, I guess we may as well start. I gave it away. I was going to say it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And so uh, let's uh, go ahead and give him a spin here. This is Bing Crosby here on CFMU for Christmas Music Fix here on First Up. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door A pair of hop-along boots And a pistol that shoots As the wish of Barney and Ben Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk Is the hope of Janice and Jen And mom and dad can hardly wait For school to start again It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go There's a tree in the Grand Hotel One in the park as well The sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start And the thing that'll make them ring Is the carol that you sing Right within your heart Beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door Sure it's Christmas That there was indeed Bing Crosby with its beginning to look a lot like Christmas right here on 93.3 CFMU. Well, it is winter already, and certainly, as you've seen with the weather, and we've already been commenting on that for most of this, I guess, for a good chunk of this episode here. But, I mean, hey, we've 
pretty much hit the end of the episode. Goodness, time flies. And it's funny, you know, you think for being in here for about 90 minutes, um, at least for my case, being in here for 90, if you've been here since the beginning, well, thank you so much for tuning in and staying tuned. And even if you've been joining in and out and whatever the case is, even if you come across this at any time, thank you so much for joining and tuning in and even just supporting CFMU at large because um, it, it really means a lot. And I certainly do thank you. And um, I'd like to spend this time actually right now just to say that because I, you know, I usually kind of, it doesn't usually happen around till, till about fun, uh, till about the, uh, the later on through the, um, the year, or at least, uh, the school, I'm, I'm still, my mindset's still the school year, which is really funny. So, um, I'm thinking about the new year. We usually start going about and sending our bouts of appreciation or rounds of appreciation around in about March, April, or, and somewhere thereabout. But you know what? Really, gratitude should be something that is celebrated all year round, and I certainly would like to take that moment, because without it, I would not be here without the station, without all the wonderful staff and volunteers here, the folks that have shown me around. I certainly would not be here where I am today. I really ought to I really owe it to them, and just a huge thank you to all of them for that, you know. So, anyways, uh, do stay tuned for the rest of our programming for today. Uh, We certainly have a lot coming around and uh, onwards, and um, I'm I'm just running out of (laughs) words, really. I think I'm still in that fit of gratitude, but really do stay tuned and for the rest of our programming and what is to come, and um, yeah. Uh, what else is there to say? Well, stay tuned for next week. We have interviews coming from, uh, or at least for the rest of the staff, so the rest of the series for, I think, for what we'll be closing for the year is most likely going to be, um, uh, the rest of the CFMU staff, the full-timers, except myself, unless, of course, you want me to televise, not televise, record an interview with myself, possibly. That could be done. Or perhaps, um, I don't know, I'll find somebody. Maybe I'll get a, get a, um, uh, some kind of alternate uh, interviewer. I'm running out of words, which is really funny right now, so please excuse me for that. <laughs> but uh, um, Do stay tuned for that, uh, uh, for that coming next week. More interviews and episodes coming. Maybe I think it's because it's a sign I need my breakfast and coffee, perhaps. I think I will probably go do that. Uh, but yeah, once again, this is 93.3 CFME. We're broadcasting right out of McMaster University here in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you're looking for us on campus, uh, we are in the basement of the McMaster University Student Center Musk, as we like to call it. Once again, happy birthday to Quialvik, who we call him endearly Quialvik, and uh, Alvik for most folks, but do check him out on his links as well. I'll put that up on the podcast episode, and uh, yeah, hope have yourself a great day, and uh, stay warm. Take it easy out there. It's a little slippery. And, uh, yeah, I'll probably catch you next week. Everybody, this is Tom Jones, the sexiest man on radio. <laughs> You're listening to 93.3 CFMU. Okay, so I got exactly 15 seconds.
Oh, wait, it's rolling? Well, well, well this is 93.3 CFMU Community Radio. Check us out on our website at cfmu.ca for our live stream or tune in to 93.3 megahertz on the FM dial on your radio.